You're listening to the Retro Wrestling Review Podcast. Hello everyone, I'm Gus Edwards and welcome back to the Retro Wrestling Reviews Podcast. This week we're going to be continuing on with Mid-Atlantic Championship Wrestling and the episode from 19th September 1981. Just want to quickly start off by thanking everyone who listened to last week's episode. The show did so much better than I could ever have dreamt to imagine. I had downloads from all over the world. So if you're enjoying the show, hit me up on Twitter at RetroWrestling4 or email me at RetroReviews at Hotmail.com and let me know where in the world you're listening and I'll give you a shout out in the future. If you missed last week's show, it's available in the archives, so check it out. If you enjoyed this week's episode, then please subscribe, leave a review and tell your friends. Okay, let's go on with the review. So again, this is Mid-Atlantic Wrestling from the 19th of September 1981. And the show opens, as usual, with Bob Coddle and David Crockett at the desk. David tells us that the people are demanding to see Roddy Piper, Abdullah the Butcher and Wahoo McDaniel, so they're allowed back on the show. They'd previously been suspended due to the the feud that they've been having. I think it'd been getting a bit bloody, so they were taken off TV, and now they're being bought back. Uh, they also tell us that we'll see Ron Bass, Jay Youngblood, Ricky Steamboat, Roddy Piper, and Ole Anderson on the show this week. Ron Bass, who is the TV champion, comes out for an interview. Not much to it again. He puts over the Piper Wahood feud and offers help anyone who wants to clean up the territory. The first match is Mike Miller and Ricky Harris teamed again, they teamed last week, against Jay Youngblood and Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat and Youngblood, of course, were going to become one of the most famous teams of the early 80s. I've always been a big fan of Ricky Steamboat. I don't think there's a better seller in wrestling than him. Everyone knows about his famous matches with Ric Flair and Randy Savage, but even in the early 90s, I loved his tag team stuff with Dustin Rhodes and then Shane Douglas, especially when they were working with the Hollywood Blondes. Anyway, back to the match, and Youngblood hits some stiff slaps to Miller's chest. Not chops, he just straight up slaps him as hard as he can in the chest. The commentators talk about Jake the Snake Roberts appearing later. I didn't realise he went with the snake nickname at this point, as it wasn't mentioned last week. There's some really good tag team psychology in this match. Harris and Miller are bigger, so Youngblood and Steamboat are using quick tags to tire them out. The match ends when Steamboat gets the pin with his top rope crossbody. Back from the break, and Sergeant Slaughter comes to the ring for his match with Ron Ritchie. This match just didn't really click at all. There was one bad spot when Ritchie came off the ropes, and I'm guessing Slaughter called the drop kick, but both of them went for it. Um, Sarge didn't really go for his drop kick and ended up hitting Richie in the stomach. Somewhere a young Eric Watt saw that drop kick, took some notes and knew he had to emulate it. Sarge won with a gut buster. Next match, Jake Snake Roberts and Jim Nelson. A bit of foreshadowing here, as I mentioned, Jim Nelson's crew cut looks like he should be in the army. Ole Anderson comes up to watch, followed by Roddy Piper. I mentioned it last week, but Jake's punches are incredible again. In fact, there's a lot of great punches on the show this week. 
For a territory that's built on Mark Wrestling, there's a lot of really good punchers and brawlers here. Piper and Ole are on the outside giving Nelson encouragement. And in return, the crowd are chanting, We want Wahoo. Jake hits a DDT at one point, which pops David Crockett huge, just lets up this giant scream, but it's not even a finisher at this point. Nelson gets up, and Jake hits a win with a knee lift. Ole considers getting in the ring, but Ron Bass comes out, and Ole and Piper bail. Back from commercial, and Ole and Piper are being interviewed by Bob Coddle. Coddle's asking Ole why he didn't get in the ring. Ole claims he didn't get in the ring because the people want him to get into trouble, because every time that he does something that's not a contracted match, he gets into trouble, he gets fined and suspended. That's why he didn't get in the ring. Sergeant Slaughter comes out. He doesn't try to spell this week, thankfully. I doesn't really say much, just saying that he's going to win every title in the territory. Charlie Fulton versus Ron Bass for the TV Championship. The title's only on the line for the first 15 minutes of the match. I love this gimmick, and it's something that AEW should consider doing with their TV title. Especially since the champion just down Miro is a heel, you can have a babyface beat him after the 15 minute mark, and it sets up a future title shot. Ron Bass is such an uninspiring babyface, so he tries some mat work for a while, and it turns into a bit of a brawl before going back to the mat again. It actually feels like Bass legitimately wants to go 15 minutes to save his title here. You could also add Charlie Fulton to the list of guys with really good punches. Bass finally finishes him off with a run power slam. On the replay, it shows Bass nearly dropping Fulton on the back of his head with the power slam. Final match of the show is Ole Anderson and Roddy Piper versus Frank Monte and Paul Jones. Piper starts the match by going outside and playing his bagpipes. It's an interesting way to get heel heat, but I could see it working. Paul Jones has come to the end of his career at this point. He becomes a heel manager soon. Frank Monte, he looks like prom night Ross from Friends, and once you see it, you just can't unsee it. David Crockett's excitement is great here though. I know some people aren't a fan of his, but I think he really adds to the show. He acts like a fan would act at a show. He screams at the top of his voice when Jones hits a crossbody on Piper thinking it might be the finish. You just get the feeling he really loves wrestling. This breaks down into a four-way fight and Tommy Young is shoved by Piper for the DQ. Guests have got to protect Frank Monte for some strange reason. Ole and Piper are double-teaming Jones after the match, but then Ron Bass and Ricky Steamboat come out for the save. Bass and Steamboat interview time now. Ron Bass is wanting false count anywhere matches with Piper and Anderson. It's actually a nice fiery promo by Bass, and I'm going to play that for you now. Man's right at ringside now, Rick Steamboat, Ron Bass, Ron, I tell you, they took off when you Bob, got that right there is what we've been talking about all along. They get two men on one, they want to take advantage of it. Well, I'm going to tell you something, Anderson, I'm going to tell you something, Popper. Things like that are ending right now, my friend, because we got away. From now on, it's going to be, it falls to count anywhere in the building, my friend. We're going to have a license. If you run out of the ring, we can go to the dressing room and get you. If you go upstairs, if you go out in the parking lot, you're going to have somebody on your tail. And I want you to remember something. 
Can you imagine giving Wahoo McDaniels a license to follow somebody into a dressing room to do anything he wants to do? Well, I tell you, that's what's happened. Ole Anderson, Piper, your days are numbered, and we're going to be right on your back. Of the two episodes so far, I've not really been a fan of his, but this was a really good promo. Without a doubt, the best promo on the show by far. That closes off the show for this week. It just flew by. An excellent show this week. Might actually have to change my mind on Ron Bass. Maybe you can be that baby face we could all get behind. Thanks again for joining me this week. It's really appreciated. Remember, if you have enjoyed yourself, then please subscribe, leave a review and tell your friends. You could also get in touch with myself through Twitter at RetroWrestling4 or email me at RetroReviews at Hotmail.com. Take care of yourself and I'll hopefully speak to you again soon.